Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox-Starks. Hey guys, I hope you're doing really well on this marvelous Monday in this magical dimension. Even if you don't listen to this on a Monday, that's okay. I just want you to be aware that whenever and wherever you happen to be, that... We're all going through these changes, you know. This is the ascension of humanity. This has been spoke of for a very long time. Uh, People in India have known about this, you know, for hundreds of thousands of years, actually. The masters, anyway. Masters of Light, Swami Sri Yukteswarji of Self-Realization Fellowship fame. He uh, mentioned in a book that he wrote um, that every 26,000 years this happens, you know, like some people jump off the karmic wheel and move up one. (laughs) We move up a rung to a new planet and the people who are not quite ready will go to sleep and go into a deep sleep for 26,000 years go back to like the stone age. So during all this, and if you're listening to me, you're not in the stone age group. You're in the new age group. (laughs) Even if you don't like the term new age, a lot of people don't like that, but you're in the group that's moving on up (laughs) to the East sky. (laughs) Instead of the East side. I don't know if you, catch that Jefferson's reference, but (laughs) we um, are going through these ascension symptoms during this time. And if you're just tuning in and I have a lot new, lot brand new listeners. So thank you for tuning in and listening and understanding that if you're, especially if you're brand new to the spiritual realm, you know, maybe you've never been on a spiritual path and you just had this awakening. You're like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> well, welcome. <laughs> uh, pull up a cosmic coffee and we're going to go over some of the ascension symptoms that I've noticed in the past several days. I have noticed that time is rather spacious. It can speed up or slow down depending And if you say what you want out of time, time will give it to you. By your word, it is made so because you are a co-creator in the universe and you can co-create everything. And part of the co-creation that can be had at this time (laughs) is involving the speeding up or the slowing down of time. 
or the choosing a higher timeline. And every time you hop up a timeline, normally it's 2% different. If you do this consciously with a conscious awareness, you might notice that your favorite pair of shoes that used to have a scuff on them no longer have a scuff. Or maybe there's a hole in your favorite tennis shoes that now it's not there anymore. It could be something as minor as that. Um, or it could be a little bit more major. Over the weekend, I posted on Instagram and I went to see the color scheme I'd been using this week. I wanted to put my third post up and it turned out the first post I put up was gone, totally gone. And I was panicking. I'm like, did they erase me? Did they think I did something wrong? Did I violate copyright? Are they going to take away my, my, my account? Like what, what's going on? You know, why is it there? And then it's not there. And I remember very distinctly writing this, this post and now it's gone. <laughs> so I added it again on Saturday because it was a beautiful post. And I'm like, I hope they don't take it down again. And I mean, I was feeling really weird. Like, you know, I know for a fact I did this post. I had a lot of likes on it and then all of a sudden it's gone. Like totally gone to the oblivion. And I mentioned it in the post, like something happened where I posted it and now, and that was gone. And so I'm reposting it and please let me know if you've seen this post before and nobody had seen it. So then I had to go inside, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> they say happiness is an inside job. So I have to go inside. What happened? I got to seek my answers in the kingdom within me. I asked God, I asked divine prime creator. You got to tell me what the hell happened. Do I have Alzheimer's? You know, is this like early stage dementia? Am I crazy? What the hell happened? And he told me that I hopped a timeline. It was 40% different than the timeline I just came from. That freaked me out. Normally when you hop a timeline, it's 2% different. So I went up 40% better. Improved life. Noon improved life by 40%. Over the weekend. like, And I think that's the day that I was doing, I was reading something. I think Thursday in the middle of the show, that's when I hopped the timeline. I mean, I hope that people on the old timeline can hear it. And I hope that you guys can hear it. And I hope that there wasn't any time in which I was like, just asleep or snoring or huge blank spaces. I haven't even listened to it. The last time something like this happened during the show where I thought, shit, something major, like I'm abducted during the show or something. And the last time that happened, um, I went back and listened and there was like a pause of like two or three seconds. And that was it for the whole hour for the whole second half. It just freaked me out. It's like, wow. I don't know. Did someone take over my body during that time? Like what happened? I don't normally allow entities to take over my body, but you know, in these, in this day and age, you never know. I mean, especially when, you know, like me, I'm very open. I'm very psychic. I keep myself open to the energies around me. So that was like something that can have a time hopping timelines. This is a real thing. 
I'm not the only one talking about it. And you could look it up. You could look it up on Google or Instagram or even on YouTube. A lot of people talk about hopping timelines or timeline collapsing. So if you're brand new to the spiritual thing, this is a thing that can happen. Another thing is, um, your words have power. Uh, what you say, what you think about, you bring about. And I did a reading for a client over the weekend. And one of the things that I told her, I'm going to tell you guys, is that when you eat something and you feel guilty and bad about eating that thing, no matter what it is, you know, whether you're guilty because you're eating um, meat, like an animal, and you want to be a vegetarian, but you can't, your body, like mine, won't allow it, (laughs) you know, or you got too hungry and you're like, oh, I got to have a piece of chicken. And then you cry through the meal because you don't really want to eat animals. Um, You know, that it could be like that. Or, or if it's just like you feel guilty because you don't want to give your body ice cream, for example. And what I told my client was, and what her spirit guides told her, I'm going to tell you guys because everyone needs to hear this. Um, Mike Dooley, um, uh, he's the one that said thoughts become things in the, in the movie, the secret. If you've never seen the movie, the secret, I highly recommend (laughs) go watch it. It's on Netflix. It's also on thesecret.com. You could download it for like $4 or something and just have it. Or you could just buy it on eBay, buy it used, buy it new. I prefer the original version when Abraham Hicks was in the movie they cut her out Esther Hicks they cut her out of the movie for the second version of it I don't know why she does not know why either Um, I even ordered her program I mean over the years I've ordered a lot of programs of people that were in that but Mike Dooley in one of his programs that came out of that movie he said that there was a study done and I don't remember I can't quote where it is what happened Exactly, but there was a study done that people who eat ice cream and they think this is bad, this is bad, I shouldn't, this is bad for my body, I shouldn't have this, I shouldn't, and they feel guilty the whole time they're eating it. They beat themselves up emotionally the whole time they're eating the ice cream. Have worse health, they gain the weight, they feel depressed. But the people who eat the ice cream and say, this is amazing. This is a wonderful treat. I feel great. This is good for my body. There's protein in the milk. There's, you know, the fat in the ice cream is going to help my brain think better. I'm so grateful right now for this meal, for this ice cream, because it's fun and it's happy. And I feel wonderful while I'm eating it. Those people have a higher, um, uh, like percentage of happiness in their life. They're people that, that eat ice cream and enjoy every single morsel. They don't get, gain weight from it. They don't feel um, negative about it. They don't hate their bodies. They don't, you know, they just love life, right? And it's not like ice cream is always unhealthy. I mean, probably you would be unhealthy to eat it at every single meal, every single day, but 
it's your attitude and your opinion and the way you self-talk while you eat the ice cream or the milkshake or the hamburger or the french fries or whatever it is that you're eating if you're beating yourself up while you're eating it, the food it can have a negative effect on you but if you love everything that you eat this croissant is so good this ice cream is so good I'm so grateful for this steak right now because my body really needed the protein and I feel so alive and powerful when I eat this food I'm so grateful to the animal that gave up its life and now we can live our life as one together the soul of the animal can walk with me I have a very Native American perspective right and I've, I've heard vegans say, it's not spiritual to eat meat. So sorry. You know what? Do what you need to do. If you are a vegan and you're happy and you're healthy, stay with the vegan lifestyle. I mean, that's an incredible lifestyle. A, it's cheap, <laughs> you know, and B, sure, it's healthy. It's not healthy for me, though. I eat vegetarian for nine years and I almost died from it. So, um, and I went to a naturopathic doctor like an acupuncturist. And he said, some people just can't hack <laughs> no matter how many, you know, packets of pea protein you eat. You know, did you know when you eat steak, your body utilizes like 75% of the protein. But when you eat pea protein, your body only utilizes like between 16 and 32%, depending on the quality of the pea protein and what time of the day you eat it and what kind of everything, your body chemistry and your blood type and you know, it's like, it's not equal. Plant protein is not created equal to uh, meat protein. Although there's some wonderful athletes and bodybuilders that insist on a vegan diet and they're stronger, faster. They feel better on the, uh, you know, eating a vegan diet. And that's super awesome. I love that for me. I couldn't do it. I tried. I still eat vegan like several days a week. You know, I wish I could just be full vegan but you know, or vegetarian, but I'm not. So, um, I don't beat myself up of self up over it. Right. So I just am grateful for everything. Like tonight I had a vegan meal. My vegan meal was, um, uh, purple cabbage with purple onions with, um, Himalayan sea salt, not sea salt, Himalayan mountain salt. And, um, uh, uh, coconut oil and olive oil. So vegetables and oil. That's all I had. It's completely vegan meal. And I feel good. I feel good right now. But tomorrow I'm going to eat protein from an animal. I just have to. Right? But I don't beat myself up over it. I just enjoy every every bite I have. And I'm grateful that it all keeps me alive. And I say thank you to God. Even though I know that this world is a matrix, it's an illusion. And the real part of it is, are you judging yourself for all these things that you're doing? And the real part of it is, are you judging other people for what they're doing? Judge not lest you be judged. That's what Jesus told us. So a lot of the masters told us, don't judge people, right? Don't judge others, right? <laughs> you know, so I just love everybody like the way they are. Like, you know, if you're a meat eater, you want to have a good steak. Good. Awesome. I'm glad for you. You know, if you are a vegan and you want to eat eggplant, that's awesome too. Eggplant can be freaking amazing when it's done right. <clears throat> you know, but, and if you're somewhere in the middle, that's okay too. You know, 
So, uh, you know, what I talk about on this, you know, show a lot is just not to judge yourself, not to judge others. But when you, you make that energy about, Oh, I shouldn't be eating this. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, uh, you know, you're just going to make your life terrible. You make your body terrible through your negative self-talk and your negative words. Right? So that's the first thing. So like when we're going through the Ascension symptoms, if one of the Ascension symptoms you're having is you cannot freaking live without cherry Garcia ice cream. You have to have Haagen-Dazs or you feel like you're going to actually to the core of your being. You feel like you're definitely going to die unless you eat this like the craving to beat all cravings, go freaking eat it. and Enjoy every bite. <laughs> have an extra one for me. It's one of my favorite ice creams and I miss it. It's not here in South America, <laughs> but, um, I mean, when I was pregnant, my, my first child, I really felt like I was going to die unless I eat this ice cream. And I had to have it like all the time. It was crazy. And I had to have lemonade all the time. And I had to have, um, uh, chocolate cupcakes with chocolate frosting all the time. It was the most insane diet. Cause I mean, and, and then, you know, I'd also eat a lot of vegetarian meals. I ate a lot of fish. I ate a lot of, um, lamb. Oh my God. I had to have lamb. I was like all the stuff I was craving. And it turns out my uh, child was born with a B positive, like her attitude, <laughs> B positive blood. And when I looked up the eat right for your blood type, all the foods I was eating, like was perfect for her diet. Like I wasn't eating rabbit. I refused to eat rabbit, but lamb, you know, like all that stuff. And I'm not, I'm not B positive. I'm AB positive, different kind of blood type. So <laughs> different kind of diet. So I was in, in fact, that book hadn't even come out by the time I gave birth to her. And, and so to go back and, and look at what I was eating, it's like, whoa, that's like freaky. That's freaky stuff. <laughs> I mean, I, I stopped eating, um, only vegetarian food for nine years to get pregnant because I was infertile and I got pregnant within three weeks of eating meat. My body needed that, you know? So I just stopped beating myself up. Like, I mean, I cried through every meal. I know what that's like. I've cried through every meal for months. And, um, and then after a while I got over it, like, okay, God put me in a body that needs this, you know, God put you in your body that you need that, whatever it is that, you know, for your diet. But, and we've talked about diet a lot on the show, but, um, you know, I mean, obviously if your body's like craving constant candy, then there's an issue, probably candida and that can tur- turn into cancer. So please, please take that, you know, take into consideration gain that looked at and taken care of. But, um, you know, but if you're like craving a lot of potatoes, maybe you need more protein. I don't know, but don't beat yourself up for whatever it is that you crave. Sometimes I crave potato chips and I have to have potato chips. And if I eat just a few potato chips, I feel great. And it's like, maybe I was needing the salt, maybe, you know, the carbs really quick, you know, quick little, you know, oil, you know, I crave bacon and when I eat bacon, I feel amazing. It's weird. And I, I shouldn't be even eating pork. It's against my religion, but I just go with what my body says. You need this now. And then I'll go for forever without bacon six months, you know, there's sometimes I need it. It's weird. And I know where to get the high quality organic bacon without any junk in it here. <laughs> I've got some good American friends that have that, that connection. But, um, 
you know, it's, it's, it's keto actually, it's good for you, but that's, that's what number, you know, like the number one thing I want to talk about was like the diet, but the other thing is the ascension symptoms. So this is what I've been noticing a lot of spaciousness of the timeline, the timeline hopping, the time stuff, and also, um, sinuses and blurry hearing and blurry vision <laughs> by blurry vi- uh, hearing. I mean, like you have the tinnitus, but then it goes away, but then you don't quite hear your ears feel stuffy. A few, about a month ago, my friend said that she had a feeling that my ears were very stuffy and that there was almost like, um, instead of fluid in my ears, like blood. And I'm like, no, that wasn't me. But she said that happened to her. So I guess like her, her chef flute in her ears. And I guess like if, you know, if it drained out, it actually, there was blood in her ear, which kind of freaked her out. And she thought it was from alien abduction which is something that she and I share. We have this, we have the same birthday. We're both redheads. We're both hereditary, which is our dad's died. Like mine was 65. Hers was 66. So like we have a lot of wild parallels in our life, but, um, I've been working with dragon spirits, but I can't see them. She works with dragon spirits and she can see them. It's a lot of wild stuff, but, um, she's a lot more advanced witch than I am. So she's pretty cool, pretty impressive with her, uh, magical ability. But, um, but we were talking about it like, and she's like, yeah, she's had stuffy ears, she, you know, the puncture wounds to the neck, you know, and like typical alien abduction stuff, which I have to, I have plenty of scars on my body to prove, uh, what I'm saying is true. And she even showed me implants of, um, her dog went to get x-rayed about something and they found alien implants in her dogs as well as in her she's got in her spine and her skull you know so stuff like that but then she was telling me well I have these other symptoms though that I don't know are, are alien abduction I think they're other stuff so she's saying like she's having like these blurry like I call it blurry hearing it's like you know like um fluid in the ears come out of nowhere it's almost like an allergy but you're not having an allergy or it feels like you're sick but there's no fever there's no sickness And so I'm mentioning it as an ascension symptom because I've had it too. And I've, um, seen other people say stuffy ears, stuffy sinuses. I call it blurry just because it goes along with the blurry vision, but I've had blurred vision, unable to see for about three days now, (laughs) not able to see very clearly. And I think for me, I needed to put my, um, bones in my neck back in place. And after years of chiropractic care, I'm able to kind of massage my neck gently and my neck will go back into place. But, um, I know that other people have mentioned blurry vision that have mentioned um, ascension symptoms. Another one that's really huge is retaining a lot of fluid, having pain in the joints, having pain in the spine and the neck and the lower back having, um, stiffness where you feel like you can barely walk. Even if you're young, even if you do not have arthritis, it's almost like suddenly you feel like you have arthritis. Um, having congestion in the lungs, a lot of throat chakra, um, clearings have been taking place. And so like your throat might be, um, swollen, your face might be puffy and swollen. Um, I've been having that kind of a symptom, just like puffy face. And also, uh, holding a lot of water weight is when you're pulling in light from the cosmos, 
you're pulling in the energy from the cosmos because we're being bombarded by so much energy from all over. And when you are a light holder and a light worker, whether you're aware of it or not, all of a sudden you'll be normal. And all of a sudden you're like several sizes bigger. Like you almost have to wear different, you know, you're wearing jeans. Now you gotta wear sweatpants. You're wearing a tight shirt. Now you gotta get a bigger shirt, you know, because suddenly you're like huge and you're like, what the hell? <laughs> like your stomach is sticking really far out. Like it's either water weight or even bloating from gas. That's been, I've been noticing a lot of people are mentioning this as a symptom. And what um, my higher guidance says about this, and I've said it before a couple times, but again, I have like another, I like 40 or 50 new people. So this is for the new people. Okay. When your body suddenly gains a bunch of water weight, especially in the gut area, what's happening is you're holding on to water weight because the new energy is coming into your body and it hasn't been, um, uh, it hasn't upgraded you yet because the new energies that come from the cosmos, like cosmic radiation, um, solar wind, um, radiation, plasma, gamma rays coming in from the sun. Um, there's a lot more now than there ever was before. A lot more cracks in the magnetosphere of planet earth. And that's been scientifically proven, but what we're getting is the spiritual symptoms of that. And when the light codes and the downloads and the upgrades come into our body and it's literally changing our DNA at this time. And I'm not the only one saying that there's thousands of people around the globe saying this on YouTube and Facebook and, you know, Twitter and Instagram and all of the social media, you know, um, the stuff that I kind of felt was happening, but I didn't want to say it cause I didn't want to sound like a crazy person, <laughs> you know, like three, four years ago. And all of a sudden I started noticing other people are saying that I'm like, Oh, okay, good. So I am not crazy. It's me and hundreds of other people. And then I discovered it's like thousands of other people are out there saying the same thing in blogs, websites, you know, all over, all over the internet. You know, this is real. It's really real. It's really happening. You're not going crazy. But what happens is when you pull in all this energy and your body doesn't know what to do with the energy yet, but the energy is such a high vibration and your body doesn't want the nervous system to blow out, you know, burn out, you know, spontaneous human combustion much. <laughs> maybe that's not going to happen, but you know, maybe this is why we have all the excess water weight to hold that energy, that high vibrational energy until your body can figure out what to do. Now you can uh, imagine that there's holes in the bottom of your feet, which there are, they're called chakras or minor chakras. And you can drain the energy into the planet and allow it to come back up gently. And then you'll, you'll start lowering the water weight. Um, another way you can do it physically is just to take a bath with Epsom salts. If you don't have a bathtub, you could make poultices of Epsom salts and just put like hot, you know, the hot water in a towel with the Epsom salts that are dissolved and soak that and just put that on your stomach put that in different parts of your body, just move it around, you know, the, put that, uh, wet heat with the Epsom salts will help, but taking a bath in it is better. You could do salt and Epsom salt and baking soda, and that will detox your skin and they'll help release any toxins in your skin. But we're all getting DNA upgrades. And during this time we feel extremely tired, extremely lethargic, some people are being very angry or 
having, um, like moments of just not mental clarity, like fogginess and, and mental fatigue, but also, uh, being snippety with one another being kind of snappy, like, you know, get on my face, you know, <laughs> you know, and if that's you, it's, it's just normal. It's just part of what you're going through being super frustrated, being super angry. And then like an hour later being completely at peace with the world, you know, that's okay. You know, um, that's part of it. Emotions, nostalgia, being sentimental for the past, being extremely, extremely sentimental for the past, being really sad, feeling sorry for yourself about things you've gone through. Um, and then vacillating that energy with, I demand compensation, damn it. Law of reparations, dude. Give me what the hell I deserve after all the crap I've gone through. Not just this year, not just this life, but all my freaking lifetimes. I freaking am now going to demand the billions in reparations. I deserve that now, right? So having that kind of energy, I've, I've had conversations with a friend of mine who was just like, oh, he's like, I'm worth billions. He's like, I'm worth billions. He's like, all the stuff that I've been through in all the places I've lived, he's one of the oldest souls. And he's just like, I'm tired. You know, I deserve it now. And I started thinking about, I'm like, you know, I think I deserve to uh, have my reparations financially from being burned at the damn stake. You know, for example, you know, so if you have memories like that and then you get kind of pissed off about it and you're like telling the universe, I freaking demand now, you know, I don't deserve to be kicked to the curb or pushed to the wayside. I don't deserve to sit by and watch as the world grinds me into stardust when I am a star and I deserve to shine brightly because I am going to be inspirational for other people. So give me my due now, damn it. You know, cause this is the last curtain call. This is the final, final deal. We're not going to come this way again. This is the last journey, the last path before we jump onto the new world. So this is, so these kinds of energies of thoughts of like, I need, I deserve, <laughs> I want what I have coming to me, right? I've worked on my shadow self. I've worked on my negative stuff. I've worked on my psychological stuff. I, I, I did the work. I showed up, you know, I saw a post today. It kind of made me upset. Um, not that upset, but a little bit irritated, like a little irked. Like it said, the world doesn't need successful people. The world needs healers and shamans and meditators. And I kind of get, got a little bit irritated because it's like, yeah, that's how I am. And I don't make enough money to survive. And I just might got my final paycheck last week. So I'm like, you know what? I, I am all those things, but I need to be successful also in order to continue surviving in this world in which insanely insists upon us having pieces of paper we call money. It's insane. It's complete insanity when you think about it. What is a dollar but a piece of paper with green and white ink or whatever? A little bit of fibers. We value that. And some people value it over their relationships, over their friendships, over their family, over their own family dog. 
the value of those pieces of paper. It's kind of crazy. It's absolutely a form of insanity. But it's an unfortunate part of the world right now where we're going to need money for a while still. <laughs> until the Palladians come down and, and give us their replicators, we can just replicate money until the world goes, well, we don't need money anymore. It's so stupid. Yeah, then we could go back to just like, hey, I'll give you five eggs for those five vegetables right there. <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> that's, that's the world that makes the most sense. You know? The only thing is the whole rent thing. Like, what do we do with rent? I don't know how that's going to work. For people who don't own their own place, how do you, what do you do? It's kind of, you know, so there's a few things need to be worked out in this world still, but... Um, so there's been a lot of those kind of energies. I have a friend of mine. He's like, I, I'm going to make a comeback. I'm going to make a comeback in this world. That's going to be so big that I'm going to change the world and you have to be part of it with me. And I said, yes. I'm like, yes, let's do it. He says, I want everyone to be brought back to God through the joy of dance and music. I'm like, yes, that's incredible. You know, let's do it, right? So I've been um, making a list mentally of all the people I've met over the past 10 years that their art can make a difference, their voice can make a difference, their poetry or their music can make a difference, their dancing can make a difference. And I started realizing I have a lot of human resources. Like I could put together like a show, the level of which the world has never seen with a lot of the people that I've met along my journeys and they all deserve to be compensated for all the work that they put into the things that they've developed, whether it's their own sound working on guitar and making music and writing songs. Like my, my daughter, for example, wrote 500 songs, lost her notebook, wrote another 500 songs, lost that notebook too. Oh my God. She's like lost a thousand songs and she's only 20, you know, for example, like someone saw her uh, backpack and all her songs were in it. You know, for example, so like, you know, and then my other friend, he's, he just recently wrote 500 songs and he's like, I'm going to do it, man. This is my thing. Right. So a lot of people are like having these massively big dreams out of nowhere, you know, like instead of saying, I want to open a tiny little bistro in Paris, people are like, I want to open an international chain of, you know, 50 bistros and we're going to add healing art. We're going to add healing music. We're going to add, you know, high vibrational food, you know, whether it's meat or not, we'll just get put, we're going to beam love and light into every piece of morsel that we cook, you know, maybe we'll have pyramid power, you know? So people are like coming up with these wildly amazing ideas. I just discovered, um, this thing. I think I mentioned on Friday, um, the, this group of people who, since 2012, been going around the Bay Area in Oakland, California, and different cities, teaching people that, look, why don't we dance for turf instead of gun violence? And so they, they got the gangs to drop gun violence and violence in general 
So yeah, let's dance for it. I bet I could dance better than you. So now we have all these dance crews out there and they're just uh, learning how to dance better. And then they do competitions and we have, they, they have an audience and then they see who, who wins. I went to a rap battle um, in uh, Bogota, Colombia. I was there for like one night and there's this massive rap battle. And so it's all these uh, gangster type guys and they get together and they rap to see who could you know, battle it out, who wins the prize at the end, right? There was no violence. There was no guns or knives. It was just, you know, guys standing around, you know, drinking beer or whiskey and, and watching each other rap and cheering each other on and clapping for the best one. You know, like the world is changing in the wildest ways. Animals are getting smarter. That's another wild one. But some of our other symptoms that I've noticed, um, being mentally foggy or like just staring at the fucking wall for like an hour or two, just not knowing what the hell is happening. And then you come kind of come to like you're out of coming out of a reverie or out of a daydream. And you might not even remember what the hell the daydream was about. And you just feel like you're just now in another world and you're in another dimension. You're in a different, maybe a different timeline. There's something different and you can't put a finger on it. (laughs) Where you're just like, I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I think I just lived a year inside an hour. <laughs> feeling multidimensional, feeling like you're, you're, um, you just left your bed and levitated for a few minutes and then you came back down to your bed, but you can't prove it. There's no video of you doing it, but you feel like it just happened. Jumping out of your body, coming right back in, uh, the energy of just, uh, you're there and everything's fine. And then you leave your body and then all of a sudden you slam back in your body real fast. Um, getting, saying something and then turning on the radio and someone just said the exact two words you just said, or you call a friend and they just said the same words you just said like five minutes before, um, all the number messages lining up one, 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 two, 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 five, 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 seven, 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 23, 23. You know, you keep seeing the same numbers over and over and over again. I see 144 a lot. I've been seeing 144 and 1111 a lot. Um, Those are all ascension symptoms. It's weird, but those are all ascension symptoms. Feeling super hot and super cold and super hot and super cold. Like, you know, gain like a fever almost, but then you touch your head like you're not, you're not, uh, there's no fever at all. Take your temperature, no fever at all, but you're sweating profusely and then few minutes later, you're shivering and then you're sweating, then you're shivering and then it all evens out and everything's fine. Sleeping super, super deep or conversely having complete insomnia and then waking up every hour on the hour. Um, I've been, uh, sleeping super, super deep. Like I feel like I'm getting 12 to 15 hours of sleep in six hours time. Woke up at 5.30 in the morning with tons of energy today and uh, did some stretches. <laughs> then I did some meditating. Then I had a bunch of cool-ass insights about how I can um, do hypnosis uh, uh, for you guys, hypnosis recordings. And I'm going to have you guys buy them and I will send them to you, you know, so like you just pay me through PayPal and I'll just audio, send audio over and I've but I've decided to, um, put a whole bunch of healing codes, no matter what the audio is 
There's going to be a lot of light codes and a lot of healing codes. I'm going to channel God while I'm doing the hypnosis. And I got all this, all the downloads today because I, I was going to try and do some over the weekend. And God said, you got to wait. Woke up at 530 in the morning today and then boom, here's all the downloads of what I need to do for you guys so that you're going to heal on every level. So like you might get the self-confidence one. And while you're listening to self-confidence one, you're also getting physical healing and emotional healing and psychological healing. And you're going to feel the backup of your ancestors. You're going to feel <laughs> you're, that you're surrounded by angels and the archangels are going to be with you. It's going to be so incredibly intense that you might heal right away. And it might not even be like you might get the self-esteem one and yeah, your self-esteem will improve, but possibly just possibly a whole lot of other stuff's going to improve as well. And God just sent me that download today. So that's like one example, um, just of like, just getting it's tons of downloads like that. Feeling that you're living in two or three different planets at once, having weird memories of, of looking different, of feeling different, of feeling like, um, Maybe you're a super tall reptilian, or maybe you're a really small, like mole person, <laughs> you know, maybe you're a Pleiadian, maybe you're somewhere else doing something else. You might be a mermaid or a unicorn or a fairy on a different planet in a different dimension. You might be living an interdimensional, interdimensional life too, right now. You might be having wild, wild memories of flying spaceships through the universe. If you're a star seed. That those are ascension symptoms right now. That's that's some of the stuff that's going on, guys. Um, feeling uh, tingly in your hands and feet, heart palpitations, your heart skipping a beat. Um, just feeling like you can't catch your breath for a minute. Feeling congested, congested, and then an hour later, no congestion at all uh, in sinuses, throat, or chest. Um, feeling. Um, some things that uh, might be happening if you still have residue in your chakras, like uh, you might suddenly feel super, super sexual out of nowhere, and it's just old stuff coming to clear out. Um, you might think about someone sexually you haven't thought about in 20 years, but here it is. Now they're on your mind completely. Um, it might be you have an old uh, lover or an old wife or an old husband or whatever, somebody that you really loved at one point and you don't anymore or you're not together anymore. But if you're feeling like a sexual energy, it might be, there's something there you needed to heal, for example, or if you might, you might be like going about your day and all of a sudden you're standing in line at the grocery store. And all of a sudden you're really pissed off about what someone said to you six years ago. <laughs> and, and it's something that attacked your identity and you didn't deal with it and you didn't really suss it out. Like, why did it make me feel that way? And now you feel angry about it. And it's been six years. I haven't seen that person. And now here it is in your, in your, um, solar plexus area. And it's like, ah, there's a new thing that I need to fix. There's something I need to work on. So, you know, your, your body's going to give you projects. <laughs> your aura will give you projects. Your chakras are going to give you projects. You know, your holy guardian angel, your higher self, God himself will be giving you projects to clear out everything you need until you can fully accept everything. But you have to be prepared to accept your um, multidimensionality, accept your healing, accept your shortcomings, admit them, 
and let them go. Ask for forgiveness to the prime creator and forgive yourself and forgive other people and the events and circumstances. So um, a lot of people still working on the shadow stuff, the forgiveness stuff. And if that's you, if even if you just started, that's okay. You're on the path. You're fine. If you're listening to me, you're on the path. You're fine. I did get the card for the collective. I got this from the angel answers deck, the Oracle cards from Radley Valentine. I love, love, love him. The artwork is gorgeous by Marcus Michael George. And the angel answer we got today is listen to your intuition. If you've been wondering about something, you've got a gut instinct about something, listen to your intuition. It's a good card for me. Over the weekend, I read for um, one of my listeners and she had paid me like five weeks ago and I finally got to it. And I'm glad that I waited because, and I didn't wait. Like I kept asking, God, is this the day? Is this the day? And I kept getting an answer. You can, but a a better day is coming. And then for weeks it was like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, oh my God, it's frustrating because I have to go in God's time, not in my time. Because if it's up to me, it'd be like done within 72 hours. But anyway, um, she asked about her twin flame. And as soon as the reading was over, appeared in my room in a square, uh, um, a double rainbow on my floor. I've been here seven months and it never happened. Now the sun is at a right angle in which this would happen at that time. Boom, double rainbow on the floor. That is a sure sign that a twin flame is coming. It's in a short period of time because it's like a box. It was like, whoa, that is, I'm going to add that to my, um, my next Instagram post. (laughs) And I had this big, beautiful, sunny day. And that was in, in the light codes of the sun rays themselves. I was able to see one of her, um, happy places in heaven that involved the sunlight like that. And when I told her that she said, I never told anyone that's like my, that's literally that idea is my happy place. The way that you saw the sun with it, you know, the kind of vegetation, the plant life, the things that I saw, that was like where she always goes. It was incredible, you know, and, and listen to your intuition. And the whole time I'm like, am I just, you know, BSing my way through this reading? I don't know. But I had a conversation with her grandmother and her grandmother said something about eating lemon chiffon pie. I didn't even know if lemon chiffon pie existed I've only ever heard of like lemon pie or lemon meringue or lemon pudding pie, but I've never heard the words lemon chiffon pie. I thought chiffon was a fabric that I wore in the 1970s in my dresses I wore to church. (laughs) And apparently it's a real thing. Well, I told her and she said that was my grandmother's favorite pie. Holy man, that was amazing. So then I looked it up. And it's a real thing. I'm like, wow, I want lemon chiffon pie. Oh, and by the way, today, guess what I had? It wasn't called lemon chiffon. It's called lemon Catalan pie. And that was uh, one of my neighbors made it. And oh my God, super good. And that I wanted the lemon pie. And then boom, I just realized I got it today. Listen to your intuition. That's the card of the day. Angel Answers by Radley Valentine. So um, another wild thing happened to me this weekend. 
Um, I know that my twin flame is a very famous person, which sounds crazy. I know it does, but I did look it up and apparently, well, famous people are in their last life. I know I'm in my last life. Then everybody has a twin flame. Most of us do not have our twin flames incarnate, but I I've asked for five years and for five years, I've gotten the same person's face. And I know he knows who that he's mine. I know he knows me and, but we don't know each other yet. We just talk in telepathic uh, communication still. Although I feel him at night sometimes with me and I smell food he's eating or his cigarette. I know he smokes. I wonder if he smells my inhaler, which is kind of funny. (laughs) I don't smoke. I mean, cigarettes. I don't smoke cigarettes. (laughs) <laughs> 420 yes <laughs> but um, but I, I feel like um, you know like this is real right you know, I keep having these dreams and every time I ask every time I doubt it every time I, I, I fail to listen to my intuition boom there his, his face on a t-shirt or on a billboard or in a book I pick up it could be a book that's like 30 years old randomly I find in a, in a hostel open it up boom there's his name whoa trippy. That's freaking trippy as hell. <laughs> and so over the weekend, a friend of mine said, I had a really weird dream about you. And it was so vivid. Of course, <laughs> it's an ascension symptom, the vivid dreams. He said it was so vivid that I had to tell you. And he said, um, I had a vision where you were looking to this person and he named my twin flame. And he didn't tell me this is your twin flame. He said, you're looking to this person to help you with something. And then there was another person involved. And I know the other person involved as well, because that other person, um, he died, but his spirit keeps coming to me to tell me that this guy is also my guy for years. He's been telling me this. And, um, he says, yeah, well, this guy, he's in the middle of doing these tasks. And when he's done with the tasks, he's will be, you know, like basically will be with me. He didn't say those words specifically. He says he's out doing these tasks. You're worried about him and you're looking to him. And in, he says in the dream, this person, this famous person who I know to be my guy told this other friend of mine who did not know anything about this guy. I didn't tell him. I told him I have a famous guy coming in my way, but I didn't tell him who. I didn't tell him anything at all, no information at all. And he says, this guy looked at me in the dream and said, look, that is Elena. That, watch Elena, that is Elena, right? And then I guess it was me as a little girl with my pigtails, my innocent form. (laughs) My little, you know, pigtails and and, uh, freckles. And I had a worried look on my face because I was worried about my guy, right? in the dream. And my friend said he didn't look at the guy driving the car, but he looked at, um, my friend who was ahead of the car in this parking garage scenario. He said it was a really freaky dream, but he was doing a very important task to help the world. And he had to align things up first before he could come to my aid. And he, so he asked my friend to watch me and and like in the dream in my friend saw me as a little girl and he said you were just pure and you're innocent 
And I thought that was really trippy. Like my friend randomly told me this thing and he said, and, and I was like, well, that confirms to me that that guy really is my twin flame because you just dreamt that I'm, he's off doing a task that I know he's doing and I am waiting for him and I've been worried about him because I want to make sure he's okay. You know, that, that innocent part of me that's just like, come on, I want you to be okay, man. You know, and and in my adult self, I look at him and I go, he he can handle his shit. He's got it going on. He's got his stuff. He's got stuff together and the stuff he doesn't have to get. He doesn't have together. He's getting together. He's fighting his monsters right now. (laughs) He's facing his demons. I know he's doing it. I know he's okay. But it's really trippy to have that kind of confirmation. So you might be having confirmation from your friends. You might have a dream about something and then somebody comes along and says, oh, I had a dream about you. And it kind of matches up. Might not be the exact same scenario, but it might be the same energy or the ideas might be going around that is giving you confirmation. I feel that we're giving each other confirmation right now. Um... So, yeah, there's that. Let's get to space weather right now. Uh, Right now, the solar wind speed is 307.6 kilometers per second. There are two um, sunspots. We have sunspot number, uh, I think, 14 and 15. And it's been zero days without a spot because we have sunspots. There are beautiful pictures on spaceweather.com of um, an amazing outburst. Even though we did not have any solar winds coming our way, there was just very slow-moving solar winds that came. There's no CMEs, but there's gorgeous in Norway, beautiful. It looks like um, fluorite, purple and green and yellow and white and a little bit of red and pink in the Aurora Borealis. They're absolutely stunning, spaceweather.com is where you're going to see that. Now, there is a small piece of Haley's Comet that has disintegrated over Florida. It's always Florida, it seems like. Right, Jude? How are you going to laugh when you hear that? Because it's true. You, you're the one that said that to me. Ah, it's, it's always Florida. NASA's all-sky cameras did record this massive fireball. And it's a sign that the Oranid meteor shower is about to begin. So it will peak on the 20th of October, We have a little bit of time before that happens. So go check the skies, guys. Look up. Go outside and look up. The neutron counts coming out of Alu, Finland are high. We are 9.6% of the space age average. Past 48 hour change has been zero. It's been the same. We have a high amount of cosmic radiation coming our way. We have no significant coronal holes on the Earth's side of the sun which is okay. We're still getting cosmic radiation as well as slight gentle solar breezes, but not actual winds. Okay. The earth, I mean the NASA (laughs) all sky cameras and the all sky fireball network reported 21 fireballs on October 12th over the United States. 20 were sporadic. One was a Southern Taurid. So just to quickly get over to this other stuff, HeartMath Institute, they do have information from Saturday. This is the newest information. So the Schumann resonance for California was 82 hertz frequency. 
for Hafuf Saudi Arabia as well as Alberta Canada it was zero hertz frequency. In Lithuania, it was 130 hertz frequency. And in Northland, New Zealand, the Shimon resonance was 45 hertz, I mean 46 hertz frequency. And in Hulului, South Africa, they had a Shimon resonance of 153 hertz. Now, this is the average taken over an hour, and this is the median number. So that, like, it might have even been higher than that during part of that hour. But 152, that's, that's huge. It was 16 hertz frequency in Italy, recorded in Disclosure News. Uh, dot it. So, um, I've been feeling sad. I don't know if you guys have been feeling sad or not. Um, in general, I, a few of you have, so just take it in stride. Some of you have been downright depressed actually, but I think it might be specific things, but if it's a generalized man, melancholia, just, it's going to pass. Don't worry. Breathe into it. Just breathe into it. Put your hand over your heart, hold yourself in the highest of grace. And, and give yourself space and emotional room to grow and change. And just, if it's something's passing through, just breathe it through. Just breathe it through your heart and allow it to go through just like a breeze. So um, today for me though, my father died tonight, um, 17 years ago today. On his 65th birthday, he was 65 and on October 12th, and he died on October 12th. Today's also my uncle's birthday, so happy birthday to my uncle Robert. He is still alive, which is awesome. And my my mother, I had a dream, a very good dream, in which I went to heaven, and I finally got to have a conversation with my mother, who has finally stopped, quote unquote, staring into the face of God forever. <sighs> That's what she told me she's going to do, and she died. So she's been staring into the face of God forever for freaking six years after she died. You know how annoying that is? Waiting as a psychic medium to hear from your own mother who's freaking ignoring you to stare at a light in a room where I'm the one out here channeling God for the humanity, you know, for humankind. It's like, why stare at a light bulb when you could actually speak to father in the garden? It's been really irritating me for six years. It's like, that's what you want to spend your eternity. Like, I want to continue coming up with ways that I can, you know, beam ideas to mankind after I'm dead. I want to, hey, guys, try this, you know, keep giving people ideas so they can learn and grow and improve and, and make life better here. And stare at a light bulb, stare at the face of God forever. I mean, it's not really a light bulb and probably like an image of God, I guess, but like, I guess my mom was really impressed with the quote in the Bible. If you stare into the face of God, you would literally die or something like that. I don't know. I think I'm saying it a little bit more Valley girl, uh, communication style than what it says in the Bible. Like you would like literally die guys. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't know the quote, but anyway, so I walked with my mom on a old country lane in Oklahoma in my dream and she put her arm around me and she said she was sorry she hadn't talked to me in so long and that she loved me and then I woke up so I've been sad about that but happy about that like thank god she's done staring at that and she can actually get to some of her work we have a lot more work in heaven than we do here 
<laughs> we don't need money, so we can just do whatever, and then we can eat whatever and visit whoever, and our animals actually speak to us in language we can understand. It's amazing. So thank God she's finally able to experience all that. I've been worried for her for six years. So it's like a big relief. And then, you know, waking up and then realizing my, this is the day my dad died 17 years ago. So generalized state of sadness there, but it's okay. I'm a psychic medium and I can talk and I have talked to my father. So that's good. All right, guys. Well, that's it for right now. I'm going to take a quick break. When I come back, we're going to read part two of the life and teachings of the masters of the far East right after this message. guys before we hop right on into this book we're on uh part two we're gonna start with chapter four but before i get into it there's a few other symptoms i just remembered that uh, i wanted to bring up uh having super dry skin bloody nose like dry nose so it gets kind of bloody when you try to blow your nose um and chapped lips that even split and you could be drinking water every day and then all of a sudden this happens and it's just crazy. But that has been um, other symptoms I've noticed. Uh, stay hydrated, obviously. If you feel like you're losing electrolytes, make sure that you drink Pedialyte. Don't drink um, like Gatorade type of drinks, you know, like the sports drinks because they have too much sugar and that could throw you off further. Uh, it could throw off your um, natural flora and fauna in your gut and that can create other problems at this time so uh, Pedialyte is really good and if you have to buy one because you feel kind of off drink half of it and then wait um, until like eight hours and then drink the rest or drink half today half tomorrow Um, and don't drink it every day just try to do that to um, elucidate the right quality uh, of hydration. I mean, like the electrolytes, it's what kind of helps hydrate you. So even if you've been drinking a lot of water and now your lips are dry and your skin is dry, you know, that's something. Uh, Other symptoms, by the way, real quick, uh, for those of you who are just tuning in, like I said, I like 30 or 40 new people. So yay. Hi guys. Um, you will be getting younger. <laughs> so, uh, I just noticed that I walked in to my bathroom and looked in the mirror and I was like, damn, I actually look another like 15 years younger today than I did this morning. Now I'm not going to say that in the morning I won't look different. Uh, vacillating between looking old and young, looking a lot older than you are. And then a lot younger than you are. That's, a really wild symptom. So if you, if you're like feeling like you're going crazy, like, wait a minute, (laughs) yesterday I looked so much younger. What the hell happened? Ah, (laughs) don't worry. You'll get it back. Keep your skin hydrated too. Um, I have noticed that quite a bit. Uh, just, you know, like my hair turned white, like all over. And then especially on the sides, And I was just so bummed like three years ago, just my hair turned white 
and now my hair is growing back its original strawberry blonde red like I'm a redhead so like my red hair is starting to come back now I only have white streaks on the sides whereas before it was like almost all of my hair I was like that's it good dye my hair forever and now I don't really have to because it's starting to grow in its original natural color it's a little bit lighter than original but it's trippy so don't count yourself down and out just yet (laughs) don't just go well it's all over from here I'm just gonna be old from now on Himalayan five rights by the way um, are exercises you could do to reverse all aging and disease and keep your spine flexible and also your chakra spinning correctly so um, it takes five minutes a day and you could get the information for free on YouTube so Himalayan five rights R-I-T-E-S um, they'll keep you young and and healthy because I want you guys to be good right you know like like be healthy be be um, emotionally okay and physically alright but um yeah, so like you'll look in the mirror one day and go, oh my god, oh my god, like I, I'm so old. What the hell happened? What that? How did that even happen? I didn't even notice that was happening, and now it's happened. And then like a few days later, you like, oh, I look younger than I did two weeks ago. What the hell happened? <laughs> in the good way, what the hell happened, right? So these are other symptoms that I didn't mention uh, in the first half of the show, um, but there it is (laughs) all right so and as we go along and even during the week I will try to bring up other things as they come along as they come up tinnitus by the way that's an ongoing problem for everybody just the ringing in the ears uh, being so loud that you can't even think (laughs) you know when your tinnitus is so loud it feels like everyone in the room can probably hear it yeah it that's that's an ongoing issue so, all right, here we go with a life and teaching of the masters of the far east. We left off last week with chapter four. So we're going to, uh, it's a very small text. I have to go back and forth. So when I hesitate, it's not like I'm trying to sound a word out. <laughs> I know what all the words are. <laughs> it's just that I'm trying to find my place. So please forgive me for any uh, pauses. And I've got to put my I've got to put my sweater around me because suddenly it's the, the earth has gotten hot and cold and hot and cold. Have you guys noticed the temperature fluctuations? I feel like it's an as above so below situation with the planet itself. She's also being very fluctuational. <laughs> like we've had. Um, Oh my gosh, I'm trying to put this around me. Okay, we've had a lot of very hot days the past three days. I've been very grateful for it. And now it's like 43 degrees again outside. So here you go. I'm in Ecuador, by the way, for those of you just tuning in. All right. So life and teaching of the Masters of the Far East. These are notes, field notes taken by uh, Baird Spaulding. He went with 11 people on an expedition to seek out the supposed masters of the Far East that live in the Himalaya Mountains. They had heard stories for years and they're like, we have to go. We can't not go, we have to go. So they went and he took a bunch of notes and these are these notes. They were published, I believe in 1924, but the notes were taken um, 
over the course of several years, starting in, I think it was 1894 is what we read last week. So this is, well, the result of (laughs) those uh, field notes. All right, chapter four, and this is book one. We entered the little village of about 200 inhabitants one half hour before sunset, and when it was known that Jast was with us, I believe every villager, young and old, and every pet and domestic animal came to greet us. While we were the object of more or less curiosity, it was immediately noted that Jast was the center of interest greeted by all with the utmost reverence. After a few moments, he said a word to the villagers and all but a few returned to their usual duties. Jas turned to us and asked if we wished to go with him while the camp was being prepared for the night. Five of our party said they were tired after the the day's journey and wished to rest. The remainder of us followed Jast and the handful of villagers toward the far side of the clearing that surrounded the village. After crossing the clearing, we had gone but a short distance into the jungle when we came upon the form of a man lying upon the ground as though dead. Well, that was our impression at first glance. A second glance, however, showed that the repose suggested calm sleep rather than death. We stood staring as though transfixed, for we saw that the figure lying on the ground was Jast. Suddenly, as Jast walked toward it, the figure became animated and rose to a standing position. As the figure and Jast stood face to face for an instant, there was no mistaking the identity. It was Jast! All saw that it was he. The instantly, the jest we had known disappeared, had disappeared, and there was but one figure standing before us. Of course, all this was accomplished in much less time than it takes to tell, and the wonder was that not one of us questioned. The five who had been left behind at camp came running without a signal from any of us. We afterwards asked them why they came. The answer was, we do not know why we did it. None of us recall any signal. We found ourselves running in your direction before any of us realized what we were doing. This is really weird, right? This is a wild book. (laughs) One of our number remarked, Our eyes are opened so wide that I see far beyond the veil of death and the wonders that stand revealed are beyond conception. Another said, I see the whole world overcoming death. How vividly the words come back. The last enemy, death, shall be overcome. Thanks a lot, guys. As the Azrael, original angel of death, it's like, uh, makes me a little uncomfortable. Death will be overcome. Okay, it's fine. I'm happy with that, actually. Death shall be overcome. Is not this the fulfillment of these words? What pygmies 
are our mere intellects in comparison with these gigantic but simple understanding. And yet we have dared to look upon ourselves as giants of intellect. Why, we are mere babes. I just begin to see the meaning of ye must be born again. How true the words. Of course, he isn't mean in, in a religious sense. I leave the reader to imagine our surprise or bewilderment. Here was a man with whom we had been in daily contact and by whom we had been served daily that was able to lay his body down for the protection of others and go on and serve very efficiently. Could it do otherwise than recall he that is greatest among you shall be servant or shall serve? I think there was not one among us, but from that moment lost all fear of death. These people are accustomed to laying a body down before a village in the jungle of a country infested with marauding men and animals, and that village is as safe from the ravages of men as animals or and animals as though it were in a civilized country. It was very evident that Jast's body had been lying where we found it for a, a considerable time. The hair had grown long and bushy, and in it were the nests of, little, of a little bird peculiar to the country. These birds had built their nests, reared their young, and the young had flown away, thus giving unmistakable evidence of the time the body had been in that position and inactive. These birds are very timid and will abandon their nests at the slightest disturbance. This shows the great love and trust of those little birds. Now we're on uh, chapter 5. We were up at sunrise the next morning and that day returned to the village where we had left our outfit. We arrived at the village just before dark and pitched our camp under a great banyan tree. Banyan tree. It's hard to say banyan. Okay. <laughs> the next morning, email greeted us and we all began asking questions. He said, I do not wonder at your questions and I will gladly answer all that I can at this time, leaving others until you have gone further into our work. In talking to you as I am, you fully realize that I am using your language to convey to you the great underlying privileges, I'm sorry, principle of our belief, the great underlying principle of our belief. When we all know the truth and it is rightly interpreted, truly, is it not once and all from the same source? Are we not all one with the universal mind, substance, God? Are we not all one great family? 
is not every family, everyone bozo. Whoops. What the hell? Dude, I'm doing it again. I think I just left my body bozo. Born. I don't know what the Zio I was just seeing. Bozo. I think I just saw the word Oz, but it was backwards. And then I also saw Boaz. I saw the word Boaz and Joaquin, which is, or Joaquin, which are, are the words um, on the high priestess, B and J. <laughs> Does mean BJ. Uh, <laughs> Boaz and Joaquin, the two pillars, the light and the dark. I just saw that. I just left my body and saw that. I, I just started reading another book. Oh, guys, don't pull me out of my body while I'm doing this for the show, please. Oh, yeah, okay, the Masters of Light. They're like, sorry, sorry. It's like, I really want to be with them, and they know I want to work with them, but I don't want to see a different script while I'm reading this to you guys, so I'm going to read that. This keeps happening to me. It's like, oh, my gosh. This multidimensional self stuff is getting freaking wild. I love it, but it's crazy. All right, where were we? born okay like where's the word bozo wait it's not in the script what the hell when all know the truth and it is rightly interpreted truly is it not one and all from the same source are we not all one with the universal mind substance god are we not all one great family is not every child everyone born no matter the caste or creed a member of this great family you ask if we believe death is avoidable. Let me answer in the words of the Sita. The human body is built up from the individual cell, like the bodies of plants and animals, whom we love to call younger and less evolved brothers. The individual cell is a minute microscopic unit of the body. By a process of growth and division, repeated many times this minute nucleus of a cell unit results at last in a complete human being built up of almost countless millions of cells this body these body cells specialize for certain different functions but they retain at the main in the main the characteristics of the individual cell whence they arose. This individual cell may be looked upon as the torchbearer of animatic or an animate life, the torchbearer of animate life. It passes on from generation to generation, the latent fires of God, the vitality of all living beings with an unbroken ancestry reaching back to the time when life first appeared on this planet. This individual cell has a property of unlimited youth. But what about the group of cells called the body? The group cells arose from the individual cell repeated many times, retaining its individual characteristics one of which is the latent fire of life the latent fire of life or the eternal youth that's both capitalized eternal and youth are capitalized this 
the group cells or body function as guardian of the individual cell only during the short span of life as you know it now. I have to go to the next page here. The most ancient of our teachers by inspirational means perceived the truth of the fundamental unity of life reactions in plant and animal. We can well imagine these teachers beneath the spreading banyan addressing their pupils as follows. Look at this giant tree. The vital process going on in our brother, the tree, and in ourselves is fundamentally the same. Behold the leaves and the buds at the tops or tips of the oldest banyan. How young they are. Young at the seed from which the giant sprang into life. The life reactions of plant and man being alike, man can certainly profit by the experience of plant. As the leaves and buds and the tips of the branches of the oldest banyan are as young as the seed once it sprang. I think I read that wrong. Sorry about that. Even so, the group cells in man forming his body need not gradually lose their vitality and die. But many grow young and evergreen in or as the ovum or individual cell itself. Indeed, there is no reason why your body should not grow as young and vital as a vital seed from which it sprang. This ever-spreading banyan if you guys know what a banyan tree is, go look it up. It's a really trippy tree. They're really beautiful, really strange. They look like something out of Dr. Seuss. Anyway, so the ever-spreading banyan, always a symbol of everlasting life, does not die except through accident. No natural law of decay, no old age process seem to seems to exist within the banyan tree to affect injuriously the vital energy of its cells. The same is true in the human form divine. Okay, let's see where we are. There is no natural law of death or decay for man except through accident. No inevitable old age process exists within his body or group cells. Nothing that can gradually paralyze the individual. Death is then an avoidable accident. Disease is above all disease or dis-ease, absence of ease or santi. Sweet, joyous peace of the spirit reflected through the mind in the body. Senile decay, which is the common experience of man, is but an expression that covers his ignorance of cause, certain disease conditions of mind and body. 
Even accidents are preventable by appropriate mental attitude, says the Sita. The tone of the body may be so preserved that it may naturally resist with great infectious and other disease like plague and influenza. The Sita may swallow germs See, I lost my place. Sita may swallow germs and never develop disease at all. Remember that youth is God's seed of love planted in human form divine. Indeed, youth is the divinity within man. Youth is the life spiritual, the life beautiful. It is only that the lives and loves, the one life eternal, Age is unspiritual, mortal, ugly, and unreal. Fear thoughts, pain thoughts, and grief thoughts create the ugliness called old age. Joyous thoughts, love thoughts, and metal, I mean, ideal thoughts create the beauty called youth. Age is but a shell within which lies the gems of reality the jewel of youth. Practice acquiring the consciousness of childhood. Visualize the divine child within. Before falling asleep, suggest your consciousness. I now realize that there is within me a spiritual joy by even... Sorry. <laughs> I gotta move this because there's a number in the way. So... Practice acquiring the consciousness of childhood. Visualize the divine child within. Before falling asleep, suggest to your consciousness. I now realize that there is within me a spiritual joy body, ever young, ever beautiful. I have beautiful spiritual mind, eyes, nose, mouth, skin, the body of the divine infant, which now tonight is... Perfect. Repeat this affirmation and meditate upon it quietly while falling asleep. Upon rising in the morning, suggest to yourself out loud, well, dear, addressing yourself by names, there is a divine alchemist within. By the spiritual power of these affirmations during the night is a trans during the night a transmutation takes place I'm sorry transmutation takes place and the unfolding from within the spirit has saturated this body and spiritual temple okay the inner alchemist has caused dead and worn out cells to fall and the gold of new skin to appear with perpetual health and loveliness. Truly divine love is in demonstration in entering. I'm sorry. Let me start this again. Again. Ooh, I'm just like 
heady information and here it goes again truly divine love in demonstration is eternal youth the divine alchemist is within any temple constantly coining new and beautiful baby cells the spirit of youth is within my temple this human form divine and all is well om shanti 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 peace 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 learn to smile in the sweet way of a child of a child a smile from the soul is spiritual relaxation a real smile is a thing of true beauty the artistic work of the inner ruler immortal it is well to affirm i think a kind of thought for i think a kind of i'm sorry i keep saying kind of i think a kind thought for all the world may all the world be happy and blessed affirm before taking up the work for the day within me there is a beautiful being until i breathe i breathe it into expression i'm a divine child all my needs are being now and forever supplied learn to thrill yourself affirm infinite love fills my mind and thrills my body with its perfect life make everything bright and beautiful and about you cultivate a spirit of humor enjoy the sunshine you understand that i'm quoting from the teaching of sita they are the eldest teachers known and their teaching antedates all history by thousands of years all right again lost my place what Let me, uh, let's see, where were we? Darn it. There we go. I'm going to reread that last uh, sentence and then we'll finish this chapter and then I'm going to go see how much time we have left. You understand that I am quoting from the teaching of Sida. That's spelled S-I-D-D-H-A. They are the oldest teachers known and their teaching antedates all history by thousands of years they went about teaching the people and showing them the better way of their life even before man knew uh, the simple arts of civilization it is from their teaching that the system of rulers sprang but these rulers soon wandered away from the realization that it was God expressing through them thinking it was themselves a personal who were doing the work they lost sight of the spiritual and brought forth the personal or material forgetting that all separations okay wait a minute I want to make sure I'm on the right 
Oh, yes, I did skip this line. Hold on. Uh, they... They lost sight of the spiritual and brought forth the personal or material, forgetting that all separations in belief and the whole and the wide diversity of thought. This is our concept of the Tower of Babel. The seed I have preserved throughout the ages, the true inspirational methods of God expressing through mankind and through all his creations. Realizing that God is all and that it is God manifesting through all, they have never deviated from this teaching thus they have been preserved for the great fundamental oh, I'm sorry thus they have preserved the great fundamental truth they've never deviated from this teaching and thus they have preserved the great fundamental truth okay I'm going to go see we're now in chapter 6 All right, we're on the next chapter now, chapter six. This could be the final chapter for the night. Um, so the weird things keep happening. Like, um, I just left my body and I was inside a living tarot card of the fool as I'm reading this. I literally just left my body and I saw the little white dog that nips at the heel of the fool in the original, like, um, similar to the Rider Waite deck. And... The sky was yellow and pure and beautiful. And I think in that vision I just had, I was the fool. Starting out on this uh, wild uh, metaphysical journey. So I'm like really trying to hold on to my body while I'm reading this book. These high vibrational old metaphysical books, the energy is coming back from them. You know, like... When they were written, they probably had a higher vibration than the times we've just passed through. We go down all the way to the bottom and we're bouncing back like a tennis ball. <laughs> and I'm just like, whew. I mean, the Kaibalion is a portal. I'm beginning to think these books too are portals. So let's get into this chapter because it's super exciting. They keep asking God, let me stay in my body. Like, I don't mind leaving my body and going and exploring. I'm not reading to you guys, but I'm reading. Okay. Chapter six. The man we had left in the village to observe email joined us here and reported that he had conversed with email until nearly four o'clock of the day that he was to keep his appointment with us. Then Emil said he was about to keep his appointment. His body immediately became inactive and reposed upon the couch as though asleep. It was in this position until about 7 o'clock in the evening when it gradually became more indistinct and disappeared. It was at this time in the evening that Emil came to us in the lodge at the little village. We had made a number of short trips from our headquarters with either Jast or Nipro accompanying us and in every instance 
they had shown their sterling qualities and worth. On one of these trips, Emil Jast and Nieprow accompanied us to a village where a um, temple called the Silence Temple, the temple not made by hands, woe, was located. Oh, wow. That gives me another wild feeling. Hey, okay, uh, if you've been with me for a while, you understand. The temple not made by hands. Okay, so 17 years ago, I'm going to stop for a second. 17 years ago when my father died, some of the last words he said to me is, I have been exhausted. I have been spending days, weeks, building the temple not built with hands. That damn temple is finally built. Those and I just, and he says, and I, he says to me, and I know you know what I mean. My dad was a 32nd degree Mason. And he knew that I was studying builders of the additive material, which is what the Masons teach. That, you know, that's like what they're, what they're taught. <laughs> and so I was learning what the Masons learned as a woman. And then women are not allowed in the Masons. They're allowed in the Eastern Star where they get like a, like barely any information watered down compared to what I was learning. Because when I tried to talk to my stepmom about it, who's in the Eastern Star, she never said anything. She didn't understand what I was talking about. My dad did. And when he said, the temple not built with hands, I said, the Adidam. And he says, yes, exactly. The Adidam. A-D-Y-T-U-M. Builders of the Adidam, Bota.org. <laughs> I mean, if you take these lessons from them, it takes about 20 years, but at the end, you'll have a PhD in metaphysics. <laughs> so, okay. Which I didn't, I did not do yet. I will, I will eventually, but I, I did not, I, I got through a few years only. So, all right. Um, Okay, so we're going to read that again. On one of these trips, Emil Jastin Nieprow accompanied us to a village where a temple called the Silence Temple, the temple not made by hands, is located. This village contains the temple and the houses of the attendants and is located on the former site of a village that had been nearly destroyed by the ravages of wild animals and pestilence. We were told that the masters visited the spot and found a few inhabitants left of about 3,000 population. They ministered to them the, and the ravages of the wild animals and pestilence ceased. The few villagers vowed that if they were spared, they would from that time on devote their lives to God, serving him in any way he chose. The masters left, and when they returned later, they found the temple erected and attendants in charge. The temple is very beautiful, situated on an elevation overlooking a wide expanse of country. It is about 6,000 years old and is made of white marble and has never needed repairs, as a piece chipped off replaces itself as was proven by members of our par party. Okay, y'all heard that, right? 
as a piece of the building chips off, it just like will replace itself immediately. I mean, nanotechnology from 120 years, guys. What the heck? Um, that's uh, that's really freaking trippy. Okay, email said this is called the Temple of Silence, the place of power. Silence is power. For when we reach the place of silence in mind, we have reached the place of power. The place where all is one, the one power, God. Be still and know that I am God. Diffused power is noise. Concentrated power is silence. When through concentration, drawing to a center, we have brought all of our forces into one point of force. We have contacted God in silence. We are one with him and hence one with all power. This is the heritage of man. I and my father are one. There is but one way to be one with the power of God. And that is consciously to contact God. This cannot be done in with in the without this cannot be done in the without for God manifests from within the Lord is in his holy temple let all the earth keep silent before him as we only as we turn from the without to the silent silence of the within can we hope to make conscious union with God. We will realize that his power is for us to use and we will use it at all times. Then we will know that we are one with his power. Then will humanity be understood. Man will learn to let go of the self delusions and vanities. He will realize his ignorance and littleness then he will be prepared to learn. He'll realize that the proud cannot be taught. He will know that only the humble can perceive the truth. His feet will feel the firm rock. He will no longer stumble. He will be poised in decision. To realize that God is the only power, substance, and intelligence may be confusing at first. But when man does realize the true nature of God and brings him forth into active expression, he will use this power at all times. He will know that he consciously contacts his power at all times. When he eats, when he runs, when he breathes, or when he does his great work, the great work before him. Man has not learned to do the greater works of God because he has not realized the greatness of God's power and has not known that God's power is for man's use. Did you hear that guys? God's power is for man's use. You have to realize that on all levels, not just intellectually, you know, God does not hear us through our loud and vain repetitions nor our much speaking 
We must seek God through the Christ within, the invisible connection which we have within ourselves. When the Father within is worshipped in spirit and truth, he hears the calls that soul which sincerely opens to him. I'm going to read that again because I think I might have skipped a line again, darn it. Because I'm going back and forth on this page. God does not hear us through our loud, vain repetitions, nor our much speaking. We must seek God through the Christ within, the invisible connection which we have within ourselves. When the Father within is worshipped in spirit and truth, he hears the calls that, okay, uh, he hears the calls of that soul which sincerely opens to him. The one who makes the connection with the Father in secret will feel the power flowing through him as the fulfillment of every desire. For he that sees the Father in the secret place of his own soul and there abides him and there abides him, the Father will reward openly. How often Jesus disclosed his individual contact with the Father. See how he constantly held himself in conscious communication with God within. See how he talked with him as though he were personally present. See how powerful this secret inner relation made him. He recognized that God does not speak in the fire, the earthquake, or the great wind, but in the still small voice, the still small voice deep in our own souls. When man learns this, he will become poised. He will learn to think things through. Old ideas will drop away. New ideas will be adjusted. He will soon find the ease and efficiency of system. He will learn at last to take all the questions that perplex him into this silent hour. There he may not solve them, but he will become familiar with them. Then he will not need to go hurrying and battling through the day and feel that his purpose has been defeated. If man would come to know the greater stranger himself, let him enter his own closet and shut the door. There he will find his most dangerous enemy and there he will learn to master him. He will find his true self. There he will find his truest friend, his wisest teacher, his safest advisor, himself. There he will find the altar upon which God is that undying fire, the source of all goodness, all strength, all power, himself. He will know that God is in the deepest part of the silence. He will find that within himself abides the holy of holies. He will feel and know that his every desire is in God's mind and is therefore God's desire. 
He will feel and know the closeness of the relationship of God the, and man, the Father and the Son. He will realize that only in consciousness has there been any separation of these which have seemed two, just as his spirit and his body have seemed to be two, but which in reality are one. God fills both heaven and earth. It was this great revelation that came to Jacob in the silence. He slept on the stone of materiality in a great burst of divine illumination. He saw the outer is but the outpressing or expression of the image held within. So impressed was he by this that he called out, Surely the Lord or law is in this place, the earth or body, and I knew it not. This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate to heaven. Man will realize, as Jacob did, that the real gate to heaven is through his own consciousness. It is this ladder of consciousness revealed in a vision to Jacob, (laughs) Jacob's ladder, which each of us must climb before we can enter the silent secret place of the Most High and find that we are in the very center of every created thing. One with all things visible and invisible in and of the very center of every created thing. One with all things visible and invisible in and of the omnipresence in Jacob's vision. He was shown the ladder reaching from earth to heaven. He saw the angels of God descending and descending it upon it. God's ideas descending from spirit to form and descending again. It was the same revelation that came to Jesus when the heavens were opened unto him and he saw the wonderful law of expression whereby ideas conceived in the divine mind come forth into expression and manifested as form. So perfectly was this law of expression revealed to the master that at once he saw all form may be transformed or changed in form through a change of consciousness in regard to it. His first temptation was to change the form of stones to that of bread to satisfy personal hunger. But with the revelation of this law of expression came the true understanding that stones as well as all other visible forms have come forth from the universal mind substance, God, and are in themselves true expressions of divine mind and all things desired not formed are still in this universal mind substance ready to be created or brought forth to fill every desire. Thus the need for bread, but showed that the substance with which to create bread or any other needed thing is at hand without limitation and bread can be created from the substance just as well as stones can be created therefrom.
Every good desire man has is God's desire. Therefore, there is an unlimited supply in the universal God substance all about us to fill every desire. All we need to do is learn to use what God has already created for us. And this he wills to have us do that we may be free from every limitation and thus be abundantly free. When Jesus said, I am the door, he meant that the I am in each soul is the door through which the life power and substance of the great I am, which is God comes forth into expression through the individual. This I am has but one mode of expression and that is through idea, thought, word, and act. This I am God being, which is power, substance, intelligence is given form by consciousness. For this reason, the master said, according to your faith, be it unto you and all things are, are possible to them that believe. Now we see that God is within the soul as power, substance, and intelligence, or in spiritual term, spiritual terms, wisdom, love, and truth, and is brought out into form or expression through consciousness. The consciousness, which is in the infinite mind of God and in man is determined by the concept or belief that is held in mind. It is the belief in separation from spirit that has caused our forms to age and die. When we see that spirit is all and that form is constantly being expressed from spirit, then we shall understand that which is born or of or brought out of spirit is spirit. The next great truth to be revealed through this consciousness is that each individual being a concept of the divine mind is held in that mind as a perfect idea. Not one of us is, has to conceive himself. We have been perfectly conceived and are always held in the perfect mind of God as perfect beings by having the realization brought to our consciousness, we can con contact the divine mind and so reconceive what God has already conceived for us. This is what Jesus called being born again. It is the great gift silence has to offer us for by contacting the God mind, we can think with God mind and know ourselves as we are in reality rather than as we have thought of ourselves to be. We contact God mind through true thought and so bring forth a true expression. Whereas in the past, perhaps through untrue thought, we have brought forth an untrue expression. But whether the form be perfect or imperfect, the being of the form is perfect God, power, substance and intelligence. It is not the being 
of the form that we wish to change mind or through the change of the imperfect I'm sorry I just skipped a line again sorry about that it is not the being of the form that we wish to change but the form that being has assumed this is to be done through the renewing of the mind or through the change from the imperfect to the perfect concept from the thought of man to the thought of God how important then to find God to contact him to be one with him and to bring him forth into expression how equally important is the silence or the consciousness or, or I'm sorry the silence or the stealing of the personal mind that the God mind in all its splendor may illumine the consciousness when it does then we shall understand how the son of righteousness right useness shall rise with healing in his wings the mind of God floods consciousness as sunshine floods a darkened room the infusion of the universal mind into the personal mind is like the entrance of the vastness of the outside air into the impurity of that which has long been held in some close compartment it stands alone supreme and we realize that we are to build but one temple the temple of the living God is the blending of the greater with the lesser through which the lesser becomes one with the greater the impurity was caused by the separation of the lesser from the greater the purity is caused by their union so that no longer is there a greater and a lesser but just the one good whole pure air even so must we know that God is one and all things visible and invisible are one with him it is separation from him that has caused sin sickness poverty and death it is union with him that causes one to become a whole being or to become conscious of being whole the separation from unity is the descent of the angels on the ladder of consciousness the return to unity is the ascent of the angels upon the ladder the descent is good for unity then becomes expressed in diversity but in diversity there need be no concept um, of separation that which is diversity has been misconceived from the personal or external point viewpoint to be separation the great work for each soul is to lift the personal viewpoint to such heights in consciousness that it becomes one with the whole when all can meet to such heights in consciousness that it becomes one with the whole when all can meet with one accord in one place that places in consciousness where it is understood that all things visible and invisible have their origin in the one God then we stand upon the Mount of Transfiguration at first we see Jesus and with him Moses 
and Elias, or law and prophecy, and the Christ, the power within man to know God. And we think to build three temples, but the deeper meaning comes. We are given to realize the immortality of man and to know that divinity is never lost. That divine man is deathless, eternal. Then Moses, the law, and Elias, the prophecy, disappear, and the Christ stands alone, supreme, and we realize that we have to build but one temple, the temple of the living God within our very selves. Then the Holy Spirit fills the consciousness and the sense Say, I'm sorry, and the sense of God within our very selves. Then the Holy Spirit fills the consciousness. I'm sorry, that was weird. Let me start. Okay, the temple of the living God within our very selves. Then the Holy Spirit fills the consciousness and the sense delusions of sin, sickness, poverty, and death become no more. This is the great purpose of the silent. read that again because ah, I had like one sentence left and it cut off. Okay. Um, so then the Holy Spirit fills the consciousness and the sense delusions of sin, sickness, poverty, and death become no more. This is the great purpose of the silence. This temple from which you may chip a piece and the scar will be instantly healed but typifies the temple of our body of which Jesus spoke the temple not made by hands eternal in the heavens which we are to bring forth here on earth and thus concludes part two of book one of the life and teachings of the masters of the Far East next week we're going to come back with reading the third part on Monday, that'll be chapter uh, seven next week. So there we go. Um, okay. All right, there we go. <laughs> For a minute, it looked like this. I had to re-record that part again. No, I, I'm good. Well, that's it, guys. Um, I'm like an hour late, so I need to get this out. <laughs> Uh, publish it and, and whatnot. Um, there was something else I thought about while I was reading that, and now I can't remember. Boy, I just kept leaving my body. The last chapter I was able to read consciously without leaving my body, and like the masters, they're, they're so excited to, to have me join them because I, I like I'm so close to this, and. Um, I mean, I just, I've just, I've been doing prednisone for the past 10 days. So I'm not hundred percent outside of the poverty and the sickness part of this yet. <laughs> I think I'm out of the sin part though. I think I have overcome all of those things that were my shadow side. I, I really feel clear. Like when other people going through a lot of the stuff, the shadow stuff still, I'm not going through it as much and I'm trying every day. Is there anything else? Is there anything else? 
anyone I haven't forgiven, anyone that's made me mad. Sometimes people irk me, but I forgive them right away. You know, so now I'm still working. Now I'm working. Now I know reading this, I know what to work on for myself, you know, and I'm just going to keep leading the way for you guys. And we're all on the same path. No one is better than anyone else. We're all equal in the eyes of God because we are all divine. We are all God, right? Just act as if you're on that path, you know, stay in the silence when you can, you know, do, you know, go into silence before you sleep, go into silence when you wake up. Don't, don't check your, uh, telephone minute you wake up, check your connection with God first minute you wake up, check your connection with God the minute you go to bed. You may say prime creator instead of God. If the word God freaks you out, you may say the word goddess. If the word God freaks you out, it's just divine, but you know, you need to get through all of that and accept all of it eventually. And you will, and it'll be fine. It'll be golden. Everything will be great. But that's what all of this is about. So if you want to be a spiritual master in this life, you can do it. You got to be um, going within with the silence. So, <laughs> Ooh, I hope this made sense. I hope I didn't like fall asleep or snore during this again. Leaving my body, this leaving my body thing is wild. This multidimensionality is really, it's really hard to uh, get used to. I enjoy it though. It's, it's really a trip. <laughs> oh man, definitely a trip for sure. And it's very special that I read that part about the temple not built with hands. 17 years after my father said that's what he had been building for weeks in his sleep, in the moments of his silence. You know, it, it just brought a lot more deeper meaning to me just reading this to you guys tonight. So anyway, um, well, a show, a podcast cannot exist without listeners. And I wanted to thank you for being mine, for listening to the show and coming back five days a week to listen to Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast. If you would like to help me continue this show, what I need from you as your part of this partnership where I do the show and you listen to the show is I need you to spread the word. Just tell everybody, you know, about the show, send anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical to all of your groups on Instagram or Twitter or any kind of social media, especially on Facebook, especially the ones that have millions of listeners, you know, and you can, if you want, do some guerrilla marketing tactics and go to different channels on YouTube that are spiritual and say, Hey guys, check out this too. This also has good information because everybody learns in different ways and we learn different things from different people. And some people relate to me and some people relate to other people, right? But we have to let everyone know that I exist. I do have to let everyone know, and I'm doing it myself, telling everybody, hey, check this out. <laughs> if you want to hear something trippy, listen to this show. <laughs> but I do need you guys to um, hit the like or subscribe or favorite button. I don't know what it's called on the app you're using. 
and let everybody know, hey, I have been listed as the number one metaphysical podcast internationally every single week for the past 18 months. I'm at least in the top five of all metaphysical podcasts in the world by both Feedspot and Blogspot. So maybe I'm onto something. And if uh, you think so, please, by all means, forward, favorite podcast, favorite podcast, send it, tell people about it. When you meet someone and they say, huh, this thing is happening to me. That's weird. Say, oh, I heard about that on Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast. That's an ascension symptom. You're going to want to listen to this. You're going to want to pay attention. You're waking up spiritually. And that's what I just remember, guys. That was a final thing I wanted to tell you before um, I uh, go to publish this for the night. You might be feeling the energy of your bones buzzing or rattling or vibrating inside your body. That is your DNA upgrading. That is an ascension symptom. For me, it feels like um, somebody left a little, a little cell phone inside my leg bone and then my leg starts to vibrate so much it starts to shake it feels like someone's calling me inside my leg and and the phone's on vibrate that is like the weirdest description i could come up with but also the most accurate vibrating like 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 right now for example my lower legs are vibrating so much i can barely feel them and um it happens in my elbow and my arm and my my head and in my chest everything just vibrates it's natural normal it is happening to everybody eventually so if it's happening to you it's just an ascension symptom if you start to freak out about it and you're getting scared go to the doctor make sure you're fine because you just want to be safe obviously right one step at a time you know don't don't hear the words i said tonight and and then don't go to the doctor if you have um in, you know, a a symptom, you know, if you're having the symptoms of a heart attack or something, don't just say, well, I can overcome it by going in silence. No, go to the doctor now, do what you need to do now, and then come home and do the silence. Right. So, um, don't, uh, be fooled about, you know, like you're on the path, but you might not be there yet. You'll cross that bridge when you come to it and maybe not to the bridge yet right? I know that I'm on the verge of it, but I'm not to the bridge yet either, right? I'm, I I crossed one of the bridges, but I still have a couple more to go. So, you know, I might get a job until I can cross the bridge of not being in poverty anymore, for example. You know, just be practical. You know, don't lose yourself only in the spirituality be practical, the Virgo says, but also go within and learn where the bridges are. <laughs> I, I, myself, I'm going to start going in the silence more because I want to start racing my ass off towards those bridges. <laughs> so I want to cross them really fast. And once I do, I can help you guys more. So I'm excited about it. And I know you guys are too. This is deep metaphysical stuff. This isn't just cutesy, wootsy, little fluffy bunny unicorn sayings. And unicorns, by the way, can be very badass, by the way. But (laughs) these aren't cute little, surrender to yourself and then you'll learn. I mean, we're saying that, yes. But 
we're telling you deeper stuff too like practical useful things not just just go within you'll know all the answers and then not telling you what the answer should be the answer should be you'll never get sick you'll never die you'll never be poor you'll never want for anything more once you are one 100% one with your divine creator inside you that's the knowledge you seek within you know it's always irritated me when I was on the path in the beginning and people said just all the answers you seek are within you're like well, what answer do I seek the answer to a math problem what do you mean answers so you know it's been always one of those irritating things as a Virgo just I wanted to know exactly what the hell I'm supposed to be seeking they say you're supposed to be seeking divine what do you mean by that now we know we're supposed to be seeking the Christ within which is the connection between your physical body and God inside you and having the veil of Isis removed that veil that stopped you from seeing the matrix before it's being removed so you can see all of it it will be revealed to you as you are ready for it you're on your way I'm on my way and we're going together thank you for being on this journey I love you so much I am so grateful to have you on this journey I did start the show because I didn't want to have this conversation with nobody uh, so I'm having the conversation with you guys through the show I am found at mermaid girl 888 if I've been helpful in any way shape or form and you want to donate a one-time donation you may go to uh, basically metaphysical soul speak at gmail.com on PayPal and you can make a one-time donation through your PayPal or through you know even a credit card will work but um, thank you for the donations and I occasionally I do go get donations it's really helpful uh, for me to continue my work and so thank you for that and also um, if you want to pledge an amount of your, of your choosing from 99 cents up to nine dollars and 99 cents monthly you could do that through anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and several of you are doing that so thank you so much it does help me helps my son and I pay our rent and to eat because I put a lot of myself into the show five days a week and I have over 560 episodes to listen to if you're brand new to the show um, I have been at this for a while and I started the show years and years ago as a radio show an online radio show now it's a podcast so um, that's it I'm, I'm here for you guys and I'm going to continue to be, <laughs> which means tomorrow I'll be back with all unique and original programming, just like always. And until then, <laughs> I am signing off with peace and joy and the high vibes of the Holy Fifth Dimension. Until next time, guys, peace. Metaphysical Soul Speak is run on sponsors and listener support. This means listeners like you. 
If you are so inclined to support my efforts and my little podcast, please visit me at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and pledge an amount of your choosing today. Thank you.